two today. And yes, we are going to talk a little bit about the horror show that took place over the weekend. Obviously, we will be talking about that. We have Kamala's latest word salad, which is quite a treat. Uh, but before we get to any of that, wanted to remind everybody about the amazing multivitamins and other specialty supplements that you can get from our friends at HealthyCell.com slash chicks. Because if you are looking to get your body equipped with all the essential vitamins and nutrients it needs, and you want to do it in a way that doesn't involve a capsule or tablet or gel cap or, or chew or any of the other things that don't necessarily get you all the vitamins and minerals into your bloodstream the way that the healthy cell gel packs do, seriously try them, you guys, because it's like a gel pack of goo that instantly absorbs into your body and gives you everything that you need. And they have uh, supplements for sleep, for alertness and focus, all kinds of things. Check them out. It's healthycell.com slash chicks. If you use promo code chicks, 20% off your first order. And Dr. Peter McCullough swears by these. We do too. You're going to love it. Healthycell.com slash chicks. <laughs> don't, and don't, do not forget to get our deep dive is every Tuesday when we do it, it comes out on Wednesday every week. Um, we have no idea what we're doing it on tomorrow. So I can't <laughs> tell you that because um, that's how we roll. But make sure that you're checking out every Wednesday and you're subscribed to that. And also subscribe to this podcast because if you miss it, you can always watch it later. Put it in your pocket right or your tool belt. There. Okay, just put it right. right there. And then like listen to us later, okay? Subscribe <laughs> and tell your friends. Do it. And if you caught up on the Shannon Bream episode from last week, you need to listen to that because it was a really, really good chat that we had with Shannon Bream. So anyway. Yes, it was. All right. So by now, everybody has heard about the ridiculous, horrible incident that took place in Buffalo, no Buffalo New York at the grocery store. We're not going to mention the name of the shooter because that's exactly what he's looking for is all the attention in the world. Um, and so if you haven't heard for some reason, uh, an 18 year old decided to, uh, shoot up and kill 10 people, 10 innocent people in a, uh, black, essentially grocery store, a grocery store that's in a black neighborhood, a predominantly black neighborhood. And he did that on purpose. There was a manifesto that explained he's literally hunting down black people because he believes he's a complete white supremacist and he believes in replacement theory and all of this other nonsense. And so it was like a 180 page manifesto and naturally um, people pounced onto this idea that like, see white supremacists are the, are the most scary domestic terrorists ever. Um, and oddly enough, they are blaming Tucker Carlson for this incident. That's what we're, that's what we're doing now is we're apparently blaming Tucker Carlson. It's freaking madness. It's madness. I, I just it's just, that's total, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I saw something, I mean, I, I tried not to read a bunch of stuff about it this weekend, but there was one that just said people need to be held accountable for that. Like the people who incite this, who they were insinuating, it was a tough, it was Tucker Carlson, need to be held accountable. Like, what are you going to do? You going to like <laughs> indict Tucker Carlson for this? You freak? Oh my God. Like what? Like, I just, that's just, it, I, the, the person who's responsible is the killer. Right, is the one responsible, right. And he threatened to shoot up a school last summer. Um, this was a kid, obviously, with a lot of issues. And so, uh, you know, police at that time, when he had threatened, when he had made those threatening comments to shoot up his graduation ceremony, 
police were like, he needs therapy. And then they just didn't have him on their radar anymore. And so anyway, I'll just give you a little taste of the kind of media coverage that this is getting on the left. And then we'll move on uh, to other things. Here you go. Tucker and Laura Ingram say every night it, it could be written by white supremacists very often. There is a section of this manifesto uh, where the shooter starts talking about people always say diversity is strength. How is it strength? What do we, and it, it, I could hear it in Tucker's voice. He says this all the time. Right. But the Ben Shapiro's of the world say this, this is a big chunk about uh, about the idea of, of genetic differences that could have been pulled from an Andrew Sullivan column. Right. There are plenty of people in our politics, in our media who advance these ideas and advance them frequently. It's just utter nonsense. It's crazy. It's like they went from um, they went from blaming the guns to blaming this. You know? Yeah. It's like it's we have to blame not blaming the the stupid white supremacist, the actual person who is the white supremacist scumbag who did this. Well, and think about how they've they've changed the name. I mean, just like they've done with race and all the other things, they've diluted the word white supremacist. And they call all, if you have white skin, you're a white supremacist now. That guy is an actual white supremacist. And so why don't you just reserve the term for psycho lunatics like that instead of just assigning it to everybody that has less melanin? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And there and there's this all there's this other notion too where I feel like I'm hearing a lot lately when I hear when I see these stories because we you know we see these stories quite a bit now more so than I ever did when I was a kid, right? I and I I see the I see the story and I'm, I'm like, okay, and then you read about the FBI, you know, they, the FBI, you know, saw this guy or they, you know, they heard about this guy or they this guy, you know, was on their radar, but then nothing happened, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, listen, if we can blame Tucker for it, can we not put a little blame on the FBI? Uh, I'm just for maybe like not following up on this sort of thing. I mean, if, if you knew this guy had mental issues and he was on your radar, perhaps you could follow up on that. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I feel like we hear about this all the time where law enforcement, I'm just putting it out there. Law enforcement, ha- they see these people, they're, they, you know, they interview these people, these people are mental. And then these people shoot up a school or shoot up a grocery store or shoot up whatever. Are we like, do they, is that all the, are they just interviewing people? Like what, what is going on? Like what's, well, and if, they're, the if, the, if the left is so quick to blame, you know, Fox or Tucker Carlson or whatever, then I, I think if we're, if we're in the business now of assigning blame and trying to figure out what incites these psychopaths, can we not also recognize that we've, we have a huge problem with the racial divide now, a lot of which has been caused by BLM. So, right. and the fact, you know, the fact that they terrorized the streets in the summer of 2020 for weeks, destroyed property, killed people, that obviously, when you, when you keep stoking the flames of hate between the races, I don't know what, we should not be surprised by these things happening. Because this is this is what the media is doing to to us on as a whole. It's not Tucker saying, "Oh, replacement theory." So therefore, this this white kid goes on a rampage. It's across the board. We are constant, and now schools are being indoctrinated to kids are supposed to feel bad about their race if they're white. I mean, all it's just constant. This narrative is just constantly thrown at us, and so I don't know. This should not be a surprise. And if we want to keep, we want to go back to like the origin of when all this started, we can go ahead and blame Obama mm. because he's, I mean, let's talk, let's seriously, if we want to go back to when all of, when really when it started, when we all started becoming so divided, I mean, think about it. 
Think about when, when it all started. Stupidly. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Think about it. This is, I mean, think about when all this, all of the angst started in this country. And we all thought, oh, we're going to come together and sing Kumbaya and everything's going to be great. And then really it's like when he just was like, I'm going to, I'm going to actually divide the country, which is exactly what he did. <laughs> he that, divided That was us. the beginning. Yeah. That, it, yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's just, it's an awful thing that's happened. We're obviously thinking about those families that were impacted just so God. needlessly. Unbelievable. But let's move on to Kamala because Kamala has done it again. You guys 30 seconds. No, I think it's like a 40 second clip, but within that 40 seconds, she uses the phrase working together no fewer than five times. It's like the significance of the passage of time all over again. Look at this. I've <laughs> been noting, I've talked with many of you um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. With that, I thank you all. This is a matter of urgent priority for all of us. And I know we will work on this together. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what's remarkable about that, though? The, the most remarkable thing is that it was a written speech. She was right. reading it. Somebody yeah. wrote that. Somebody actually in, on her team, because you know she didn't write it. Somebody on her team wrote that. And then somebody else probably looked at it and edited it and said, yeah, that looks good. Go ahead. Give it to her. <laughs> Let her read it. Oh, my God. Now, wow. my husband, I, in a moment of, I don't know, sympathy and compassion, actually said to me yesterday, it looks like maybe she accidentally read the, like, she repeated a line or she looked down and she looked up and then she went and looked down again and repeated a line instead of just moving forward. So he was trying to give her some grace, which it was, that's not his <laughs> that's style. That's sweet. That's really <laughs> sweet of Ron. That's nice. Yeah. I know. But I was like, no, I think that's just what she wrote. I think that's yeah. just how it was written down. I think so, too. It's like the, almost as if somebody on her team is actually at this point, they're like, instead of quitting, I'm just going to sabotage her. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, screw, screw this bee. Let's take her down. I mean, she already Oh, sucked. my God. And I'm just not going to quit. I'm going to go ahead and take this like federal salary in the pension. And I'm just going to take her down. I'm just going to do it rather than quit. I mean, seriously. Can you imagine God. if that was, a, maybe that is actually what's happening. Maybe. I mean, it's like, because she's had, th- what, 13 people quit at this point? Am I wrong? No, it's definitely up there. Yeah, I mean, if this person's probably in that job, they're like, I wasn't even her speechwriter. I just got shuffled in here because 13 other people have quit. I mean, that was <laughs> just like, I was her makeup person. And now I'm, I'm writing speeches. Oh, well, <laughs> gonna take, I'm just going to take the money. What, what do I care? Seriously. Oh, my gosh. I, it's just, it, she is just such an embarrassment on every oh, level, every level. Insane. Um, okay, veering back to race for a minute, because we have got to make sure that everyone has seen this clip that Candace Owens posted from the weekend. She is in the middle of working on a documentary for The Daily Wire about BLM. And in the process of making this documentary, one of the things that she wanted to do was to visit uh, a home of Patrice Cullors of the BLM movement 
that was registered to BLM and not actually to Patrice. And so at, because she's with a film crew, Candace Owens, everything she's doing is obviously documented. So apparently the house that she went, and I don't, this, I don't even know, this I guess happened over this weekend. She went to a house that belonged to Patrice, which is gated. It's behind a fence. There's a security guard, a white security guard on post at Patrice Culler's home. And so Candace Owens went to the home to see if she could talk to a representative from BLM because that's who the house is owned by, right? So this is what she tried to do. Patrice Cullors, in the meantime, posts a crying video on Instagram and says, I'm being harassed and bullied by Candace Owens. She's trying to get into my house. I'm terrified. My kids are in danger. She's crying. So she does a live stream of that. And Candace, by this time, is back in her car, sees the live stream and responds to it in real time, and then posts a side-by-side which is what you're about to see describing this entire encounter. This is the most freaking brilliant thing. I just love it. Let me make sure my sound is all the way up and it's embiggened. All right, here we go. This morning I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, She was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you. We'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all. I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. (laughs) That was it, that was the harassment. God. Right. My God. What in the world? Poor Patrice. <laughs> poor, poor Patrice. So harassed by that so mean old Candace in her gingham, in her gingham coat. <laughs> and she's super pregnant. She's like super she, pregnant too. Was she really? Was she? I didn't see. Oh, yeah. I didn't see. I couldn't see. Yeah, her. Oh, she's God. all kinds yeah, of pregnant. And that's one of the things that she said in her, like when she got back in the car and she saw that Patrice <laughs> was doing that live, Candace was like, okay, I'm like super pregnant right now. I'm with an entire crew that's documenting this. You can clearly see that I'm not harassing anyone. I even said, <laughs> I will gladly leave. Just wanted to see if there's anybody I can talk to. And so at, she actually I mean, said, I'm not, she actually said, I'm not harassing you. I just, yeah. want, just want to speak to somebody. She said those words. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. That is like, that is gold right there. I know, right? It, God. It was, I loved it. I was watching it and I just, it was like one of those things that you watch where you're just like, this is freaking delicious. It's so it good. It is delicious. So you good. know why? Because she is a con artist. This yeah. woman is a, is a grade A con artist. And every person, every person that you know, like in your Facebook feed that had that little circle around their face, you know, and they were all like virtue signaling 
and they're clutching their pearls and they're just like, oh my God, I support BLM. Why don't you support BLM? I wonder how they feel now about giving money to that woman who used that money for, for her own benefit and didn't mm-hmm. do anything to help black people. I mean, I wonder how they feel about that, seriously, because she is a con artist. She's a snake oil salesman. Fraud. That's yes. right. Total, total fraud. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just completely crazy. Um, okay. Well, I want to get to some news about Democrats and their prospects for the upcoming elections. But first, make sure you guys, if you have not ordered your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, now is the time because it's $150 off if you go to our landing page, prepare with the chicks. Three months worth of emergency food that stores for up to 25 years and is actually tasty um, will automatically give you massive peace of mind. You'll know that in that way you are prepared for whatever food disasters, for whatever disasters may befall us. You're going to be prepared with your three-month emergency food kit. Preparewiththechicks.com is the name of the site. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And make sure that you are following us on Locals at ChicksOnTheRight.Locals.com and also our Facebook insiders. Those people are the bomb.com, you guys. They're the best. Uh, So some new polling came out about 2022, 2024, and it ain't looking good. And what makes it even more delicious is that it's Chuck Todd doing the reporting on this. Take a listen. News about the economy begin to harden in an election year around May. That theory holds Democrats are in some serious trouble right now because in our new NBC News poll, just 16 percent say the country's headed in the right direction, while a whopping 75 percent say we're on the wrong track. In fact, that wrong track number has been 70 plus for seven months, which in the past has signaled big losses for the governing party. President Biden's numbers have hit a new low. Only 39 percent approve of his job performance against 56 percent who disapprove. In fact, the president has now become as unpopular as Donald Trump in this poll. God, I mean, at this point, he should be as unpopular as cancer. I mean, I seriously, I don't I don't understand. I'm serious. Like, who who thinks he's doing a good job? I don't it's understand. Amazing. Like, I, I, like, who is that person? I want to understand who that person is. I don't get it. Or what like the 16% right? who, who say that the economy is on the right track. What? Who are you? Who are, like, what, <laughs> do you have to buy anything? Do you have to go purchase anything ever? And have you ever purchased anything in the past? I don't know. Who are you? I don't, okay. They are proof that there is a mental health crisis in this country. Right. That 16%. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. Um, <laughs> You guys, I know this is going to be heartbreaking to everybody here, but it has happened. 
Jen Psaki has left her post as White She's House press secretary. She's completely her last done? day was Friday. Her last day was oh Friday. My God. Okay. And I have a clip of Peter Ducey uh, talking about her departure. And then I also have a clip of her talking about Peter Ducey. We'll play Peter first. I would say in that montage, which is great, good job to the Fox and Friends team for pulling all that stuff. A lot of very serious topics, mm -hmm. but it could be sporty and that that's fun and that's okay. And uh, something that uh, you notice there, it's not just me asking questions. She would ask me questions right back. When I would go in there with something that was not part of the White House talking point for the day, she would ask me every single time. Who was saying that about us? Or where are you getting that from? And so I always had to have it ready right, right away. And I, I think that all that extra homework that I knew I had to do, because when I challenged her, she would challenge me right back, probably has made me a better reporter. And so I am grateful to her for that. Which was very gracious, right? That was very, I mean, what a, yeah, what a class act he is. Good for him. I mean, yeah, that was. Did you see the the selfie or not the selfie, but the picture that he posted with her? He no, is like, I didn't. It, it's giant. so ridiculous. He's, He's so giant. tall. He comes up to like here on him. I don't, you know, because we we met his dad briefly. Remember meeting his dad briefly in the green room? Mm -hmm. We were at Fox doing our thing with our girls, and I don't remember his dad being that tall. Because you know, usually one of your parents is like super tall. I don't remember. Yeah. Steve, is it Steve? Is Dad Steve? Right? Yeah. Steve Juicy. I don't remember him being. Is he tall? I don't remember. Him being like, tall. he's not like crazy tall. Like I, th he's probably right. like six one, six two, something like that. But not crazy tall. So Peter, so Peter Ducey is like Conan O'Brien tall. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, he's at least tall. in the, at least compared to Jen Psaki, yes. Like the really? picture of the two of them together was ridiculous. Well, maybe Jen Psaki is a troll. Maybe she's just really, really <laughs> short. You know? I mean, it was Could definitely. Be. It was a striking difference. Now she was asked about whether or not she would miss him. Here is her answer. Are you gonna miss Peter Ducey? I will, I will tell really? you. And people know this who are in the White House every day. Um, I think we have a very good professional relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I understand that he's coming there to ask questions every day mm -hmm. that um, are important to report and his the outlet mm -hmm. he works for. And I respect that. And we have healthy debates and discussions. Um, doesn't mean I agree with uh, his line of questioning on most days, um, but I think that's, I've called on him every day he's been there, or a Fox person, Jackie, who's been there a lot as well. Um, and I think sending the message to the country that it's, we're not, uh, we're not focused here on a fight with Fox. We're focused here on the work of the American people is very, was very important to the president, the first lady, and me in this job, in this moment in history. So, I mean, you know, she got her dig in about Fox, but I, it, it, the, it, all things considered, I thought she was pretty gracious about Peter as well. So there it is. She was gracious. There. She was gracious about him, but I do find it interesting that she feels as though she has to say that they have a fight with Fox. Why they have a fight with Fox is beyond me. Yeah. But okay. But it's nice that she is was at least gracious about those two people. Like okay, Jen. And that's that's that. <laughs> like now, all the people in our in our outside our tailgater group and all of our commenters, anyone who ever got tired of me playing Saki clips. You're welcome. It's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> that You're rate done. of terror is over. You're done. Now at the rate of terror. Now it's now it's the the Jean Luc Pierre, whoever we have to deal with. What's her what's her name? Jean Luc Pierre. Karine he's not the, Jean Pierre. Karine Abdul Jabbar, whatever is this Jean Luc Pierre. What what's her name again? What is it? 
Corrine Jean-Pierre. <laughs> I'm sorry. But somebody who has three names, I can't remember the three names. And I have three names, you know? So I can't do it. Well, I don't much. know if you know this, but she is black and lesbian. So oh my God. eminently qualified right. for this I don't job. Know if you, I don't know if you guys did know that, but she is indeed of a darker melanin and she likes mm -hmm. to sleep with women. She likes to sleep with lots of, well, with at least one woman, but she likes yeah. the women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's, we don't know anything else that's about why, her. Well, she's that, we don't need to. That makes no. her qualified for this mm -hmm. job. So we'll be hearing from her a lot. You too can become White House press secretary if you like to sleep with women and you're black there you go so um you guys joe biden once again does not remember that he is in fact the president look at this that's why i asked president harris to travel to the region last august no 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 he just does not know that he is actually president you guys let's Maybe do it again just, so quickly yes that's why I asked President Harris to travel to the region last August. Just make him make him stop. Somebody just make can somebody just make it stop. I can't. It's too early in the week. It's Monday. Oh why God. did you show us that on a Monday? You should have waited until at least Wednesday to show us that clip. Sorry. I can't. I can't <laughs> deal with that. It's too early. God. Now, in addition to um uh Karine Jean Pierre, we are probably <laughs> also <laughs> You were like, you were like Kareem Abdul Jean Luc Pierre. That's like <laughs> you totally messed me up. Right, it's you true. Were taking, right. It's true. But in addition to her, and I'm sure we're gonna see her and hear from her a lot. We are also gonna hear from that other chick, Kate. Kate. I don't remember her last name now either. <laughs> I think it starts with a B. <laughs> but she's another communications person for the Biden administration. She was on CNN to talk about the baby formula crisis, which if you are a person with a baby who needs formula, you recognize that the shortage of formula is in fact a crisis. But as we know from the border on up, the White House is patently incapable of referring to crises as crises, right? They will not use that word. And now they're back at it. Watch this. So, Kate, at this point, do you, does the White House consider this a crisis? Well, I don't think it's about a label. I think it's about addressing directly the, uh, the need that families all across the country have. Listen, I'm a mom. I have two young kids. I'm not terribly far removed from the days of feeding my kids with formula. I know, and we know, and the president knows how uh, stressful this is for families across the country. It's why he's taken well, action. Of, of course, you said as, if, if, it's one, if it's for, for one family, Kate, it's going to be a crisis. But there's, what's that, is there a hesitation against call, calling this a crisis, if that's what it is? I can tell you there is no hesitation against acting, which is what the president's doing, and it's what this administration's doing. And remember, this is uh, in part due to the fact that a major manufacturer, Abbott, had to take a facility off. I mean, the rest of it doesn't matter. They just won't say it. And don't you think it would make, I would feel better as a mom of a baby if they were like, we recognize that this is a crisis and that's why we're doing X, Y, Z, or that's why we're jumping into action. But the fact that they avoid saying it makes it, if I were a parent, I would be furious at that because they're oh, yeah. trying to minimize it. Totally. If I were a mom of a baby right now, I'd be freaking out. I'd be totally freaking out. I can't even imagine. And she's trying to make it better by being like, well, I mean, I'm not that far removed. I mean, I just had a baby like a year ago or whatever. You know, <laughs> side note, you know, she, she just reminds me of somebody who would like, 
know, she looks like she should be in an indie band and like shop at Whole Foods. You know what I mean? Like she just looks like, doesn't she? The way that I know we, we don't like to like comment on people's appearances, but doesn't she look like that? Like she just looks like. Doesn't she look like she like she would smell like patchouli? Doesn't she? Am I wrong about that? Like I can smell her I don't through think the TV. You're not wrong. I can you're not smell wrong. her. I, it would, I would love to see like one of those super amazing before and after makeup artist people like do something yes. with her. Cause I feel oh like she would have an amazing makeover. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If, it if would be incredible. Just, she needs like four gay men to just get a hold of her and just <laughs> redo her. Am I wrong? Yes. No, I think I mean, that would be absolutely awesome. And I would like to, I would like to see that. I would just like to see that. Okay. But yeah, but she's, She's downplaying it. It's not cool for her to downplay it. I mean, even when COVID, listen, when COVID happened, like ch Trump jumped into action. He was like, it's, it's a pandemic. Like, call it what it is. It's, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's tremendous. It's like this horrible thing. And we're going to jump into action and we're going to handle it. And we're going to have a press conference every single day to address it. You know, and we're going to try to solve the problem. And he was out there and he was handling it. And everybody, listen, everybody knew it was awful, but everybody knew that he was, he was at least attempting to handle it. And these people, there's crisis after crisis after crisis after crisis. And they're like, no, it's fine. Nothing to see here. It's totally fine. It's not, we're not going to even call it. <laughs> they're not, they don't, you're right. They don't want to handle anything because they don't want to even call it what it is. And right. we can't, we can't, nobody can get baby formula this is insanity it's a it's crisis cra it's a crisis it's a I freaking mean, crisis and it's fine to say that like it doesn't mean i i don't know why they shy away from the words so much if they would just own it i feel like people would at least find them being more honest right like, just be honest about the fact that this is really really bad and then say all the things you're going to say about what you're trying to do. But like, what the hell? It's because they have no plan. I feel so sorry for those women who have babies right now. I can't imagine. Because, you know, my baby is 12. And I remember that time when you had to, I mean, I just can't imagine going and not seeing. Because I breastfed for, what, three weeks? It didn't work. You hear people say, well, just breastfeed. Some people can't do that. You know, some right. people weren't good at it or they couldn't do it or just they physically could it's it's not that easy and then I'm, I'm hearing like my ranch one of my rancher friends here in um in texas she was saying some women are resorting to like goat milk and all this stuff for their babies and it's you know there's all these forums now that are popping up trying to figure out how to you know because this is what women do right they all you know they start communicating with one another trying to figure out how to feed your feed your babies this is what it's insane that this is Right. This is what they're having to do. They're having to resort to, and then other, other women, like they're giving their breast milk to, to other moms. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. can, can you imagine being a I mom can't. right now and having a, having a baby and not knowing how you're going to feed your kid? I mean, I, in America, this is America. And then illegals are coming over the border getting baby formula. Yeah. It's oh, insanity. and there was, there was a clip of Saki defending that saying, Obviously, it's the humanitarian thing to do to keep uh, formula going to the border. And I was like, "You're in if you cut off formula, that would actually cut off some of the illegal migration. If people right. thought they were going to get here and not be able to feed their kids, maybe they wouldn't come. Like, use yeah. this opportunity to feed American kids and keep illegals away from the border. I mean, how this does not take a genius. I could not believe she said that. I was like... This is freaking insane. These people hate Americans. These people hate yeah. Americans. I mean, Democrats hate America. They hate tax-paying, rule-following Americans. They hate mm -hmm. us. Period. I want to make sure that you know that there is once again a sale 
on this little contraption. You see that? This is the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. And this tiny, itsy, bitsy little thing, you just plug. There's a plug on the back. You plug it into your wall, or it even has a USB connection. So you can use it in your car if you have a USB connection in your car. This purifies the air, freshens the air, and it's adjustable. It's got this little dial where you can do a minimum, just a minimum airflow or a maximum airflow. It will take the stink, whatever the stink is caused by, out of a room in like just a few minutes. It's freaking amazing, these things. This is called the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Everyone I know, like all of our insiders, supporters, the people who have bought these love them because we get the emails. And this week only, you guys, this week. So right now, it's buy one, get one. So if you buy one and you're going to get two uh, for the price of one, you have to go to EdenPureDeals.com and make sure to use promo code CHICKSBOGO, okay? CHICKSBOGO is the promo code, and it's buy one, get one. EdenPureDeals.com. I cannot tell you how much I love this thing. Like, anytime my kid gets home from lacrosse and all of his gear is just, oh, my God, it smells so bad. <laughs> and he unloads it in the mudroom, and then it just kind of, like, just it just goes to the rest of the house. So I always turn it on in there before the smell can get out. And it 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 just goes away. They're freaking amazing. You will love them. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is in your sack of whack today? Oh my God, I have it. Let me get it. Hold on. I got it. Okay, <laughs> hold on. This is so whack, you guys. Okay, so sack of whack. Did you guys know this is in the UK? In the UK, they're tri- they have a tribunal. I don't even know what that means. I guess it's like their legislative body. But um, they have ruled that calling a man bald is now sexual harassment. <laughs> okay, this is, this is, I'm not even kidding. Like, this is for real. This is legit. So calling a man bald is considered sexual harassment. This is from a British employment tribunal, and they ruled last Wednesday. This is last Wednesday. This is legit. So three members of the tribunal, which is a judicial body that hears workplace disputes, they said that since baldness was more prevalent in men than in women, using the word bald as an insult, therefore related to a protected characteristic of sex, is now considered sexual harassment. You can't, you can't do that in the UK anymore. How is it sexual harassment and not hate speech? I, I mean, that would be ridiculous too. But like, how is it sexual harassment? What in the world? This is what they're saying. And I, the ruling was on behalf of a complaint filed by this guy named Tony Finn, who worked as an electrician for some British company. He worked at the company which manufactures wooden cask closures for a brewing, blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, so he alleged during a workplace argument in July 2019, his shift supervisor, Jamie King, referred to him as a bald C-word. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fine with the C-word. He was totally fine with that. He was but bald? Totally fine with the Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So he brought this to he brought this to the tribunal and he, when he was like, bald is not okay. So this is the thing. They've ruled this. So this is happening in the UK. Like you can't, so just make sure that if you're in the UK and you're working, you're working there. You don't call a dude as an insult bald. So you can refer to them as bald. Like if you're just describing their appearance to somebody to say, oh, it's that bald guy over there. That's fine. Yeah. Or like if it's something like if, if he's committed a crime and you're like, it was a bald guy, six foot four. You know, that sort of thing. You can do that. But if you're okay. insulting him, if you're insulting him and you're like, you're a bald piece of crap or you're just, you're just bald, you know, <laughs> if you're doing it in an insulting manner, that is considered sexual harassment now. Because listen, sexual harassment can go both ways, right? At least in the UK, it can. So just letting you guys know, it's freaking wet. Our, our so world. like, if I wanted to call a bald guy in the UK, if I wanted to call him a bald F-tard, that would be right. fine. Like the F tard would be fine. F tard would be fine. Bald would get me in all the trouble. Right. You could just ca call him just the F tard. Don't say bald because okay. F tard is not sexual harassment. It's not. Or oh if he said, God. "Hey baby," or if he said, "Hey baby, come here. I want to grab your ass." <laughs> That's not sexual harassment. That's not. But if you call <laughs> him bald in a, in a derogatory manner, that's sexual harassment because we've all gone crazy and the world is whack. That's why. What is even wrong with everybody? Right. <laughs> like, what right. is going on? Oh my God. Right. And, and that's my sack okay. of whack. That is a good, that's some good whack up there in your sack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. It's oh. Monday, you guys. We're going to make it through. We're going to do, do it. This. On your mark, get set and go now. <laughs> you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. We need to talk about our friends at Acre Gold really quickly because we like doing it. It's just a nice way to hedge against inflation and kind of build your portfolio and have some diversity in it. All you have to do is visit getacregold.com slash chicks. You can start investing right away. And if you tweet or post at get underscore acre, you have a chance to win a free gold bar. All you have to do is just say, here's why I should be the winner. And then you very well may be the winner. So it's getacregold.com slash Chicks. Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe joins me to discuss the new FBI whistleblower exposing the government's targeting of journalists it considers political opponents. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter show, O'Keefe also describes the horrifying FBI raid he endured. And I'll share my very personal thoughts on the truly disturbing abortion protests I witnessed this week. Don't miss it. Follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. 
talked to some managers and folks and, and I have and you know there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they'd say, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood in Toto podcast, The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.